It's Monday, December 18th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and with other important things going on in our community. Today, our focus is on the Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative, which has recently announced they'll return $3 million to members. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lawley from the Lawley Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lawley dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lawley deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona history. Did you know that Francisco Garces was a Spanish Franciscan missionary and explorer in colonial New Spain, which is now the southwestern United States and Mexico? He explored areas including Sonora, Baja California, Arizona, and California, and was known for establishing peaceful relations with a number of Native American tribes. Garces was killed during a Native American uprising in 1781 and has been declared a martyr by the Catholic Church. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our future story. The big news from the SSVEC is the disbursement of $3 million in capital credits to its members starting this month. This announcement comes straight from the CEO, Jason Bowling. But what exactly are capital credits? In the world of cooperatives, these are more than just financial returns. They represent each member's valued contribution and shared ownership. It's a tangible way for SSVEC to show its members that their financial surplus is being returned to them, aligning with the cooperative principle of member economic participation. Curtis Nolan, the president of the SSVEC Board of Directors, emphasized the importance of returning these credits to members promptly. This decision was approved at the October 25th board meeting, reflecting the cooperative's respect for its members' economic investment and equity. Since its founding, SSVEC has returned over $47 million in capital credits to its members, with a record $5 million in 2022 alone. These distributions are not just numbers, they signify the cooperative's robust financial health and its commitment to member benefits. CEO Jason Bowling highlighted the current economic landscape, marked by inflationary pressures and rising costs in all sectors. Despite these challenges, SSVEC has managed to avoid increasing its base rate since 2016, which is particularly noteworthy when considering that the U.S. average price of energy has risen by almost 22% in the same period. Bowling commended the SSVEC team for their diligent efforts in managing costs, a fundamental aspect of the cooperative's commitment to fiscal responsibility. SSVEC's earnings, exceeding expenses, are termed margins. These margins are allocated as capital credits based on each member's energy purchases during the year retired. The allocation of these credits is proportional to the amount of energy a member uses, ensuring a fair distribution back to the members. For the 2023 capital credit retirement, eligible members are those who received service during 1999 and 2000. The majority of the $3 million will be distributed as bill credits against 2023 energy consumption, as stated by Ron Lee, SSVEC's VP of Finance and Accounting. SSVEC reminds members to update their contact information to ensure they receive their capital credits in future cycles. 
Since 1938, SSVEC has retired over $47 million in capital credits, with $15 million since 2020 alone. For more information, members can contact SSVEC at 520-515-3468 or via email at capcredit at ssvec.com. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, Jacob Chansley, a.k.a. Jake Angeli, a.k.a. the QAnon Shaman, a.k.a. the face of the January 6th attacks, wants a new title, Representative Jacob Chansley. Even in a crowded field of high-profile candidates seeking to replace Debbie Lesko, Chansley, a libertarian hopeful, stands out. Alexandria Cullen of Cronkite News has the story. Turning now to politics, he's been known by many names, Jacob Chansley, Jake Angeli, and QAnon Shaman, among others. But now, Jacob Angeli Chansley hopes to be known by a new name, Congressman. Alexandria Cullen has the story from our Washington Bureau. Still practices shamanism, but he wants voters in Arizona's 8th Congressional District to know that he is not the QAnon shaman that came to be known as the face of the January 6th attack on the Capitol. If I'm going to rebrand myself, it would be maybe America's shaman. Angeli Chansley's rebranding comes as he mounts a libertarian bid for Congress just months after he was released from prison for his role on January 6th. I consider myself a true American candidate, somebody that can and will speak for their people in District 8 and for all American people, for that matter. But rebranding may not be enough to sway voters, says Paul Benz of the public affairs firm High Ground. He's one of the poster childs of the January 6th uh, incursion. It'd be very difficult to separate himself from that. Benz noted that the West Valley has a significant number of retirees. Voters who may not be interested in an extreme candidate. Maybe some of the messaging he has around conservatism uh, might resonate, but the packaging, the overall uh, position, I don't think is going to go over very well. The district is currently represented by Congresswoman Debbie Lesko, whose retirement has drawn a deep pool of high-profile GOP candidates. Mike Noble of Noble Predictive Insights says Angeli Chansley may have a better shot running for a state race. It's because money matters a lot less there because there's a lot less voters you got to get to, and it's actually very feasible to get to on a grassroots level. But Angeli Chansley is determined and prefers to look at the future instead of the past. As a congressman, I will have a platform to highlight not just these problems, but the real solutions that we have to solve them. Angeli Chansley submitted his statement of interest to the Arizona Secretary of State this month, the first step towards the Libertarian Party's primary next spring. In Washington, Alexandria Cullen, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Here at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, the holidays are about to get ugly. Join us for our ugly sweater party taking place December 15th from 2 to 4 p.m. Amid the beauty of the season, we want to see your most garish garments. 
the best of the worst holiday sweaters will win prizes and will have snacks and refreshments along with all sorts of holiday fun. For more, visit prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Again, that's prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Now an event coming up that you should know about. The Winter Magic Ice Skating Rink at Veterans Memorial Park has made a triumphant return. After a brief hiccup involving a cooling system malfunction, the rink is now open and better than ever. Let's dive into what makes this rink the heart of Sierra Vista's winter festivities. First off, let's talk schedule. The rink is open Monday to Thursday from 2pm to 9.05pm, Fridays and Saturdays it extends to 10.05pm, and on Sundays you can enjoy it from 9.30am to 9.55pm. It's just $10 for a 50-minute skating session. The ice rink isn't just about gliding on ice, it's part of the larger winter magic experience, which includes a Christmas tree lighting and a charming holiday market. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of Carmen McGeeth. Carmen graduated from Westminster College in Salt Lake City. She was a longtime resident of Bisbee and worked for the Cochise County Library as an assistant for many years. She was active in the community, directing Christmas cantatas and working for Cochise Fine Arts, where she helped bring in many poets for festivals and other artistic events. Carmen had a beautiful voice and was a published poet, an accomplished pianist and composer, and the editor and publisher of the Blue Mountain Review. She is survived by her longtime companion, Alex, her sisters, brothers, and many nieces, nephews, and friends. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Carmen's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.